First son says no, but then with time, willingly changes his mind and goes. The second son says yes, but what he really means is no, and never goes. Which son are we? Are we the one who knows ourself, knows that maybe I don't want to, maybe I'm not willing, maybe I'm not capable, but I'm willing to learn, I'm willing to change? Or are we more like the second son, who's more worried about appearances, how he comes off to his father, and looks like an obedient son, but in his heart is far from it? I think every one of us, some of us more than others, struggle with that idea of keeping up appearances to the people around us in our life. And that can become really problematic in the spiritual life. Because we kind of grow into this idea that we need to be outside of ourselves what might not necessarily be true interiorly. And where that starts to become problematic is if I need to portray myself to others, either the way I think I need to be for them or the way I think they want me to be for them, it ends up dividing us. Because what we end up doing, whether we realize it or not, is that in the body, materially, we're trying to be someone or something. But it doesn't align with our soul. And by doing that, we are dividing our body and soul. There is not an integrity between our body and our soul in the way that God made us and created us. The preoccupation with keeping up appearances separates us from that interior life that God has created in us. St. Augustine says, don't go outside, get back to yourself. In the inner man lies the truth. He also says, sin is believing the lie that you are self-created, self-dependent, and self-sustained. And it's those self-created, self-dependent, and self-sustained that pushes us to try to create an appearance to the world around us of who we are because we're trying to create ourselves. We're working backwards. We're trying to materially create what we think should be so that interiorly we become who we want to be. And our Christian faith is telling us it's actually the exact opposite. Until you come to understand who God has created you to be, you will never be at peace in the world around you, in your relationships with people around you. That the integrity of the first son is that he willingly acknowledges, I don't want to do it. I don't want to serve my dad. I don't want to listen to my dad. I don't really like working in the vineyard. But then with time, he allows himself to see but I should do it for love of my father. The first son goes, well, I know I'm supposed to listen to my dad and I want to be a good son, so when dad says that I should do something, I'll say yes. But then he goes off and does whatever he wants after. A quote that's always stuck with me from one of those really flashy, inspirational videos on YouTube, but it was a really good quote. Your talent will take you places your character can't keep you. Your talent will take you places your character can't keep you. Meaning that we might have certain character traits that 
move us along, whether in our career or in the way that people affirm us and want to be around us. But if that is all self-created, if it's all about what we are trying to portray to others, our character might not be able to sustain it. And in time, we kind of break down, fall apart. And we see that, maybe not for all of you, but social media promulgates this in such a huge way because every time people post something on social media, it's like, what do I want others to see from my life? Whether they realize it or not, that's what we're doing because I make a choice of what I'm going to portray to the people that can see it. What do I want to portray to them? Or it's, what do I have in my life or the way that I go about my life to show people that I'm put together? Like the external things determine and define who we are. Or it's the idea of perfecting the fake smile when inside I'm dying. We're all tempted to it from time to time. And it doesn't mean that being truthful that when I'm grumpy, I let everybody else know. That's not what it means. But it means that there's a need for an integrity in our life with the way that we relate to others and who God has created us to be. I'm not sure how aware you are of it, but the degree of the percentage of people who struggle with social anxiety is rapidly increasing. And for most people, I think it's rooted in the idea that I can't do that. I can't be in big crowds, or I can't go and speak to strangers because I don't have the ability, and so it makes them anxious. But I think it's got much less to do with I'm not capable of doing it, but it's that we're preoccupied of who I think I need to be for them, or who I think they want me to be for them. And that just divides us, and that's what causes the anxiety is that I'm split in myself. I'm not that person that they think I am. Or I can't be the person that they need me to be. And God is saying, it doesn't matter. It's not the point. It's not who I made you to be. What's at the root of all of this is real humility. Too often we think of humility just as thinking less of ourselves. That everybody's better than me and I'm just less. That's not really the Catholic understanding of what humility is. Aquinas, St. Thomas Aquinas says, humility consists in keeping oneself within one's own bounds and not reaching to things above oneself. Isn't that like trying to keep up appearances? That I stay within the character of who I am the integrity of who God has made me to be, and I don't reach out to try to become something that I'm not or that I shouldn't be for the sake of my portrayal to others. St. Bernard of Clairvaux defines humility as a virtue by which a man, knowing himself as he truly is, abases himself. Jesus Christ is the ultimate definition of humility. And we hear this in St. Paul's hymn in the letter to the Philippians that we hear today. That the second half of that second reading was actually a hymn sung by the early Christians. That Jesus, though he was in the form of God, did not deem equality with God something to be grasped at, but rather lowered himself 
in human form. See, what Jesus does, the Son of the Father, what he does when he becomes man, is that he lets go of all appearance of his glory, of his divinity. He lets go of everything that would immediately make everyone cling to him because they're looking for the Messiah. But then in letting go of what his appearance is to others, the truth of who he is begins to be revealed. And how often when we listen to the Gospels does Jesus tell people, don't tell anybody about me? Or when they try to make him king, they say, you don't know what you're talking about. At the moment that they try to give him earthly glory, he rejects it. Because the truth of who he is will not come out if the appearance of what people want him to be drives his ministry. Jesus humbles himself by letting go of what people might want him to be or of trying to portray himself as God in a godly way, in the way that we would see it, so that the truth of what the Father desires for us, which is knowing his mercy, can be revealed without the illusion, the appearance of all of that. There's a man that I know in my life that he worked for 36 years with the same company. And I was at his retirement party. And there, like every retirement party, there's a number of speeches. And I was taken aback the more I listened to the speeches and at the end of the night. It was probably 45 minutes to an hour of speeches. Maybe five minutes total of everybody's speeches said anything about his ability at his job. And he'd worked his way up to senior manager in the company. So I don't even know if the guy was good at his job or not. But they continually spoke about how his first priority was the people who worked with him and under him, and how he would stay late at work to be a sounding board for people, sometimes about work, more often about their personal lives, that they didn't have other places to talk things through. And the character of this man was what they remembered and were praising him for not the quality of his work. The integrity of who we are comes when the way that we live is in line with who God has created us to be, so that our yes is yes, and our no is no, that there's integrity in the way that we speak, in the way that we think, and the way that we act. Because when we get preoccupied with who we think we should be, or who we think others want us to be, we end up dividing body and soul within ourselves. And that's where the anxiety rises up in us. The peace that Christ desires for us is when there is perfect integrity in body and soul that God has created. And that's what we see in the life of Christ, in His humility. So, come to know who God has created you to be. Rejoice in that gift. And the more that you come to know the gift of who God has made you to be, the more you'll be a gift to others.